Yo, 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 it's another episode of the All Punked Up Podcast. We're coming to you from a couple different parts of the U.S. and just a few days removed from the most crazy, frustrating, and embarrassing presidential debate in U.S. history. Oh, my God. If you're as confused and frustrated as we are, I'm hoping we can be your escape here for a little while. I am your host, Tyler. We've got one of my partners in crime in the house, Allie. Allie, what is up? Hi. Hello. Um, You know, not much. Uh... You know, it's been a weird couple of days, for sure, um, especially after the events of, uh, you know, said Tuesday. debate. Said debate. I had a migraine the entire time. I felt like I aged 10 years. I have never wanted to see a commercial so badly before. <laughs> I, like, I was under the impression, uh, am I, like, just wrong? Am I, like, misremembering past debates? Weren't there commercials in past debates, or am I, like, misremembering every presidential debate I've ever seen in my life? Like, I don't know. I remember watching it yesterday, and I was like, and my son, who's seven, he wanted to stay up and watch it because he's into presidents and all kinds of stuff. And it was getting late, and I'm like, we need to be getting to bed, and we're coming yeah. up on 9 o'clock. I'm like, when is there going to be a commercial? But, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know if there were commercials in the past or not. But I don't know. Um, yeah. All I know is that after the events of that, I'm just, like, concerned either way. Whatever happens, I'm just worried. Yeah, I'd, I'd really like to know what other countries are thinking right now. Like They think like that we're Canada. a shit show. That's what they think right now. Yeah, oh, man. I mean, yeah, it's just a mess. It's a mess no matter what way you look at it. No, it really whatever, is. Whatever political party you're a part of and you're a listener to our podcast, you have to admit we're a mess no matter which direction you look at it. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. September 29th, Tuesday, was an embarrassment for our country. I think we're all in agreement there. Yeah. Anyways. um, Anything else? uh, Well, okay. On to uh, more positive topics. Um. I had band prac again on Wednesday, and we still haven't picked anybody to mix our EP. So that's uh, great. I don't know. It is it is what it is. I feel like we need to hurry it up, though, because of our first story. But we'll get to the first oh, story right. after you tell us how you've been doing, Tyler. Okay. How have you been? Well, I have to say that this past week, I've I just kind of want to talk about that Machine Gun Kelly album. Like, I have to say that I was absolutely digging Tickets to My Downfall. For those of you who don't know, uh, Machine Gun Kelly released a pop punk album. I will say that it's not an album that I would compare to one of the great pop punk albums out there, yeah. but it definitely holds its own. I think I've, he's... I'm, I'm just going to say it right now. It is not a perfect album. There are great things on it, but I, it's, well, hear not, me out here. it's not perfect. I, okay, hear ahead. me out here. I think... Basically, it's it's a good album. You have to admit that it's a good album. I think he set out to make a pop punk album, and he nailed it. I will say too, and for those who have been listening to me over the last few months, I gotta say this: I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I've been saying that in order for pop punk to get back into the mainstream, it could really use some help from some people who are already there and have a hold on mainstream radio. One of the artists I recommended way back when to help pop punk make its comeback was Halsey, uh, because Halsey has uh, rock roots. Uh, she's released some rock-esque 
uh, tracks in the past. Well, guess what? Halsey's featured on one of MGK's new pop punk tracks, and it's actually pretty damn good. I have to say, not to toot my own horn, but I've been saying that Pump Punk's comeback is inevitable. With Halsey and MGK having their ties to mainstream music right now, they are now opening the door for Pop Punk to walk through it again. I really believe it's happening. Pop Punk is on its way back. Yeah, I think it's it's going. It's a different kind of Pop Punk. I'm gonna say that right now. I think it has hints and like remnants of obviously that early to mid 2000s era, but it definitely brings elements of something new as well. It's a blend of something old and something new. Like I said, it's not perfect in my opinion, um, but I do think that it did achieve what it set out to do to find that balance between MGK's earlier work, which is obviously, you know, hip hop rap and intertwining it with another, just another facet of who he is as an artist um, and his influences from the pop punk and punk scene and the alternative scene. I think, you know, I agree with you, Tyler. I think that they're going to, <laughs> to make a Fall Out Boy reference, I guess, save rock and roll in a way. Yep. I say save like very like loosely. No, I know what you mean. I mean, it, just rock in general, I think, is is fine. Like, we don't have to just say pop punk because rock is nowhere to be found on mainstream radio right now. It's all yeah. I mean, poppy unless, and yeah. rap right now. So Not that anything's wrong with that. It's There's some no, great stuff nothing, coming up. Right. Absolutely. But music is cyclical, and we've had pop and rap going for years now, so many years. It, I think it's time that we, you know, flip the page and, you know, get a taste of something new. I think, I think that's gonna, what we're getting. I think we're going to get a bit of both. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we've got an opportunity for any undiscovered musicians out there who think that they have some bangers laying around and are ready to be heard. So come on back. Like me, you've thought twice about going to the grocery store whenever you needed some items. All I can say is thank goodness for services like Instacart. With Instacart, you can shop online and get groceries delivered from stores in your neighborhood in as fast as one hour. Or you can choose to pick up your order at the store where it'll be waiting for you. Just pull up Instacart's app or website, enter your zip code, choose a store, and add items to your cart. Then relax as someone handpicks your groceries and household items with care. Grocery shopping has never been easier or less time-consuming. Start shopping with Instacart today and let them know we sent you by going to allpunkedup.com forward slash Instacart. That's allpunkedup.com forward slash Instacart. All right, let's get to the news. Welcome back, everybody. Now... If you're in a band and think you have a banger of a song, you'll want to listen up as we talk about this new opportunity with Vans, the shoe company. So Vans has launched a global music competition called Musicians Wanted for Undiscovered Artists. They started out doing this nationally in 2015, but this is the first year, 2020, that they are going global with it. So it's pretty sweet. So 
The program aims to provide a platform for musicians who are just starting out. It will celebrate fresh and new talent from all genres. It looks like each region around the world will provide undiscovered artists the chance to gain international exposure and the opportunity to share the stage with Grammy award-winning artist Anderson Pack. Additional prizes include Vans products, Fender gear, global music distribution, Spotify and Apple music playlisting, and more. The judges will review the top five artists from each region. They will perform at the Vans Musicians Wanted virtual concert to be held uh, this December. Uh, artists can submit their original music now through October 11th on vans.com forward slash musicians wanted. Ali, I think this is so dope. Like any, any opportunity undiscovered artists can have to get their music heard. I mean, they need to take it and to have a stage like Vans is putting on. That's huge. Yeah. It, it, this is, a, this is an amazing opportunity for anybody. So please, if you feel like this competition is for you, like, Submit now. Get your stuff together. The deadline is the deadline is October 11th. So I mean, it's coming up kind of soon. And I actually sent a I sent the Instagram ad to my bandmates, and they're like, "Oh no, we need to hurry up on our EP so we have something to submit." <laughs> um, That's awesome. So we're gonna I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I guess. Yeah, good luck with that. You got well, you got to yeah. get that thing uh Seriously. at least one song mixed one. and mastered. I don't know. We'll figure it out. So yeah, I wish anybody that's going to enter this good luck. Um and I'm excited to see what kind of new music gets discovered because of this competition. And best believe APU will be watching this this story as it progresses. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of exciting. I love, you know, discovering new talent and I, I think in the scene in general loves to discover a, a band for the first time, but this is a great opportunity. It's almost like a online version of American Idol or or whatever. So this is your, I mean, this is your chance. Undiscovered yeah. bands have to work extremely hard to get noticed, and you can have a fast track right here potentially. Yeah, for sure. Um, I can think of already like a couple of local bands in my area alone that should definitely you know, apply. Uh, Dude, that's a good, that's a good point. You said in just your city where you're at, like, and yeah. even in my city, which is much smaller, there's really good bands. So mm -hmm. do you ever think of like, when you think of like the great artists and I'm talking like all genres. So like Whitney Houston or Mariah Carey, like their voices are like, what's like two of the best ever. I mean, mm -hmm. I think everybody would agree there, Yeah. but do you ever wonder like if they weren't, the best ever and we just never got a taste of that voice that was the best ever because Susan's sitting at home and is just scared to sing so oh, she just never you know she just never took that chance so I mean think of all the bands all the great bands out there that you'll the never Susans. hear all the Susans all the Su Susan this is your chance <laughs> <laughs> Susan this is your chance get up off the couch yeah show us what you got Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think I'm, ex I'm, I'm just in general excited and I cannot wait to see what happens from here on out. Um, yeah. Yeah. So good luck, everybody. Uh, hope to see you on the internet, I guess. And competing yeah. with Ali's band. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. I don't know if I can get a, a single mixed and mastered within like 
10 days. I wonder if I could submit my band's old material. I mean, those songs are like... I feel like it has to be an active band. You think so? I think so. I think our last recording, good recording, was like 2005. Uh, I think it would have to be more active than that. (laughs) 15 years, you think, is... You think the cutoffs before that? I I think, yeah. I think pre, like, Instagram, pre... (laughs) Yeah, pre-Instagram, If y'all can get the band back together and make an Instagram account within, like, a day, then sure, go for it. And then just be like, here's our song. I will say the band does have an Instagram account, but... Oh, it does? Yeah, I'm going to say, though, I think you're probably right. The cutoff is probably at least 15 years. So (laughs) all the bands out there, consider yourselves lucky. You have a chance now. No, 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 no. Tyler, you should definitely also, if the band is still active and, like you know, has good material, do it. What's the worst that can happen? You don't get picked? Okay. Well, that's that's true. Maybe I'll yeah. submit it and just see what happens. And then yeah. if if it'd be wild if it did get picked for oh anything, and then I had to tell the guys, hey, we have band practice. Hey, we're, we need to get the week. band back together. <laughs> be like, what? Yeah. All of us have families now and yeah. live out of town. I have a mortgage. I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah, I got to work. Goodness. All right. So, yeah, if you're in a band and this sounds like something you're interested in, again, you can submit your original music now through October 11th on vans.com forward slash musicians wanted. So get on it. Yeah. And good luck. Good luck. All right. We're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to discuss that not safe for work website, onlyfans.com and how it's relating to the scene. Oh, goodness. I know. So come on back. Hey, everyone. It's Tyler from All Punked Up. I'd really like to take this time to thank you for listening to our podcast. It means more than you know that you choose to listen to us week after week to discuss the news and hopefully provide you with the entertainment you are looking for. We absolutely enjoy putting these shows together and have kept you in mind for every single one. If you love what we're putting out, we have many ways you can help support this podcast. One way to support us is by donating to the show via buymeacoffee.com forward slash all punked up. The other and absolute best way to support us is by simply spreading the word. Tell your friends, parents, dogs, and cats. Tell everybody about the All Punked Up podcast. We love putting these shows together and would love to reach even more people just like you. Again, thanks for listening and hanging out with us. Let's get back to the show. And we are back. I think this is the last news piece I think we're going to uh, discuss today. Yeah. Um, earlier this week, Teen Wolf star Tyler Posey, who is also in the band Five North and formerly of Pavements, announced after high demand from his fans that he is officially on the NSFW, Not Safe for Work website, OnlyFans.com. Now, OnlyFans, as I'm sure most of you are aware, is predominantly used by what people would call sex workers. But really, the platform promises creators the freedom to publish any content they want, which includes not safe for work type content. 
Posey's announcement came in the form of a teaser video of him playing the guitar while naked. Um, I will say it's not clear that I'm aware of of what type of content Posey will be sharing, but I bring this piece of news up because some people have scrutinized him and others like Bella Thorne for joining the subscription site. When Bella Thorne joined last August, she broke a platform record and earned $1 million in less than 24 hours. So how are they being scrutinized? Many argue that Thorne's and Posey's presence on OnlyFans impacts sex workers' ability to keep clientele, given their already established followings. My thinking on this whole thing is pretty simple. Look, this happens all the time. Social networks and sites and businesses change all of the time. If you just look at Facebook, for example, Facebook used to be just for college kids. You literally had to be in college to join the site. I remember when Facebook finally added my community college to the platform and I was able to join. And I was so stoked at the time. I mean, you used to be able to add which classes you were in and you could see who all was going to be in your classes, even if you didn't know the people. But guess what? Facebook changed. They then opened up to everyone. So now moms and dads have it. Uh, grandmas and grandpas have it. Then guess what? They changed again and started allowing businesses to have Facebook. And it really doesn't even stop there. Instagram did the same thing. It used to only be scenery type imagery, but now it is what it is today. We all know what Instagram is today. And you know what? Businesses who change and innovate stay around longer. So I think OnlyFans is no exception here. They've made tons and got popular from porn stars using their platform. Now they are ready to grow, it seems. And I think that they should embrace celebrities joining their platform. I think it's great for the platform. Now the site doesn't have to be used only for the not safe for work type stuff. I think people can be mad. This stuff happens. And it was bound to happen with this site because it was just growing in popularity. New users find a different type of value in the site. Don't be mad at them. To me, it sounds like TikTok, where the younger generation gets mad at the older millennia- millennials for joining the app. Um, That's my opinion. Yeah, I know. And I, I respect your opinion. Um, I think to a degree you are correct that like sometimes this is how platforms just grow and this is what happens when um, things hit the mainstream. And of course, OnlyFans definitely hit a main- the mainstream whenever the pandemic hit because, right. well, I mean, we're all stuck inside. But before I go into my points, uh, I want to just say, first of all, that I'm not an expert on sex work or the porn industry. And if anybody wants to, you know, educate me on the topic, please, like, I am very much open to discussion and absorbing knowledge because, you know, I feel like this is an important conversation to have. But there are two points I think are very important to make. First of all, um, I understand celebrities wanting to join the platform because, duh, it's the new thing to do. It is, you know, what's popular. Like, why not, you know, post whatever content they want? Because, like you said earlier, OnlyFans says that they can that users can post any content. Any and that means, and that means, yeah, they can post not safe for work content. They can post sexually explicit content, but that also means that they cannot do that. Right. <laughs> and that means that celebrities like Tyler Posey, celebrities like Bella Thorne, are making money for posts that you know could be literally anything. <laughs> could right. be literally it's, anything. 
it's it's um, literally no different than Patreon for them. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. Because of the platform's original users, given the fact that sex work here in the U.S. is not decriminalized and that it is very, very difficult due to its illegality for sex workers to make a living through you know, any other means. Listen, I feel like if posting naked photos is what empowers you, great, wonderful, like more power to you. But what really grinds my gears is that it's taking away money from sex workers. And the thing is, being a sex worker in today's world is very unsafe. And there are very limited means to which sex workers can survive and thrive like outside of like Twitter outside of OnlyFans, there's like not a whole lot that they can really do, especially in a pandemic where physical contact is, you know, still very, very unencouraged. (laughs) Like there's a pandemic happening. There's a deadly virus around like sex workers are limited to online platforms. And the fact that the market is getting so saturated with people who don't need the money, like Tyler Posey, you don't need the money. Bella Thorne, you don't need the money. Like you're doing fine outside of the pandemic. You don't need to worry about where your next meal is coming from. You don't need to worry about how you're going to pay your bills. You don't need to worry about how you're going to support your family. So why are you taking up this side hustle that is literally hundreds of thousands of people's main hustle (laughs) like it it just it really frustrates me and like the fact that they don't really see an issue with it until a bunch of people are like what the hell are you doing don't you understand that what you're doing is wrong because there are people who literally can't live without this platform and now you're just making it much much harder and this leads into my second point also whenever the bella thorne story came out And she received all that backlash, which rightfully so. I agree with the backlash that she got because, like I said earlier, it's very hard for sex workers to make money and survive in a pandemic. I feel like the reaction that Tyler got, and let me be clear, Tyler Posey is a very attractive man. Like, I know that people are going to flock to his content and, you know... It's fine. Like, if you support it, fine, whatever. But, like, it makes me really mad that, like, he hasn't received the same amount of backlash that Bella did. And it kind of just points out as another example of the double standards in the entertainment industry. When a woman does something, she gets, quote unquote, canceled yet again. But when when a guy does something that's literally the exact same, he is just a bunch of people flocking to see what his content is. And it kind of just gets shuffled into the news cycle. Like, what the hell? Like, they exactly they did literally the same thing. Yeah, they're both getting backlash, but it's very different backlash. Yeah. You know, like people are more from what I've read on Twitter, people are more upset about. Tyler posting pictures of his dog and not more of his like stuff. I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> people are more mad at like what kind of content he is putting on there and not putting on there than Bella right. Thorne pre- trying to pretend to be something for just the sake of researching a role. Like it's just, yeah. it re- like it clearly reads differently and sure. it's frustrating. It's really I frustrating. Think, I think. The backlash, and I could see where it's coming from, and I get why there's backlash, 
But if we take a step back and really think, is the backlash really worth it? Because it hasn't proved anything yet. It hasn't proved that Bella is going to take any work away from any clientele away from any sex workers. Posey was apparently in high demand to join the platform. So his fans Mm -hmm. wanted him to do that. So Mm -hmm. I don't think he should really deserve any backlash at all either. My thing is, too. Now, what if Bella and Posey decided to, you know, do the NSFW type stuff? Would Mm -hmm. it be okay then? I would think it would be, uh, cause what's the, why would they just give that stuff away for free? You know, mm-hmm. um, if, if that's what they truly wanted to do, I think then there's no backlash. But at the same time, like I said before, I think that this platform is just growing and I guarantee you, you'll see more celebrities joining this website now. I mean, and, there are already more than just, there are more celebrities oh, than just Tyler Posey and Bella. Well, like Cardi B is on it. Tyga's on it. Oh, that's right. If I you're remember a Cardi YouTuber, B joining now. Jake Paul is on If you like the YouTube scene, then, you know, Jake Paul is on it. So Chris there you go. Us. So my thing is, is I have a hard time believing and I, and I've, I could be completely wrong and that's fine, but I have a hard time thinking that Bella or any other celebrity who's not posting explicit type content is going to be taking any type of uh, clientele away from the workers who are putting out the explicit content because those celebrities are providing a different type of value for people. The sex workers are putting out a different type of value for their clientele. It's going to be split. Like you're going to have one crowd go to the celebrities one crowd go to the other to the sex workers and you'll get some that do both. I mean, well, I think people giving the backlash are probably blowing it out of proportion right now because there's nothing been proven yet that they are, in fact, going to take clientele away from others who actually need the platform. Well, but I get I get why they should why they are scared. I, I yeah. get that part. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Um, So. After the whole Bella Thorne thing happened, from what I've researched about this story, it turns out that a lot of subscribers refunded after already accessing sex worker content and real sex workers are getting straight up like kicked off the site as the site tries to distance itself from its roots. Oh, really? And, I didn't know that. Yeah. And also after the Bella Thorne situation, they OnlyFans decided to put a cap on what people could charge for content and how much people can donate to profiles that they liked. And, you know, when you put a cap on something like that, yeah, um, you know, a lot of people set their prices as what they are because they know that that's what they can realistically right, yeah. set to survive. And when that bar is then lowered, you know, you have a lot of people who depend on this platform freaking out because they're just like, oh, my gosh, my livelihood is now yeah. at risk because the market is now getting oversaturated with people who claim that they're going to do one thing and then do another. Because that was another thing, too, that a lot of celebrities were putting captions that advertise one thing. But when you pay and get and actually see what it is and realize it's not that it's just like well okay i was just false falsely advertised content that i thought would be you know what i thought it would be but you know it's just there's a lot happening to people that use this platform as their livelihood that is out of their control because people who want to just put on a role 
or just do something because to make the fans happy, even though they don't really have to do it. You know what, though? I will say this. Mm-hmm. For all the people who actually use that site to make ends meet, there will be another site that does exactly what only OnlyFans has been doing for years. The thing that surprises me is the that OnlyFans is set a cap on how much someone could charge because mm-hmm. that, that puts the them that at they, a cap on how much they can earn. So, And from my understanding of it, OnlyFans was one of the few platforms where they didn't take a larger percentage of whatever it was you charged. And now that that cap has been set, and apparently Bella Thorne is trying to undo the mess that she did and Man. trying to remove that cap. It's it's just important. Absolutely. And, and I agree. So, yeah. you listen to our podcast, then you no doubt have a love for the rock, alternative, punk, and emo genres we cover. And with everything going on in the world today, it can be tough to stay up to date with all of the happenings in the scene. That's why we put together and send out a weekly newsletter to help keep you informed with all the major news from the music world we know and love, so you never have to miss an important update. Each newsletter will include exclusive newsletter-only content, the top trending news pieces from the previous week, all punked up specific news, random thoughts and rants from me, editor-in-chief and founder, curated weekly playlists, band spotlights, and much more. You can subscribe today by heading to allpunkedup.com forward slash subscribe. That's allpunkedup.com forward slash subscribe. And we're back. Allie, before heading out, let's do a quick hits. For those listening, Quick Hits is a segment where we recommend a band or song that we think everyone listening should go and check out. So real quick, Allie, who you got? I got Crooked Teeth, great band out of the West Coast, uh, toured with bands like Neck Deep, Stan Atlantic. Check them out for sure. Um, Let me give two more. I'm going to always shout out some of my favorite local bands, uh, Percy Eye, and out of New Jersey, I want to... Uh, give a shout out to Set in Emotion. Please check out their music as well. Support local bands because every band that you've ever loved was at one point a local band. That's right. I totally, totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to mention a local band for mine though. Um, <laughs> at the uh, top of the episode, I did mention that I'm really into the Machine Gun Kelly album. Uh, definitely check that out. Give it a chance. Um, it is a fresh new take on pop punk. So definitely check that out. But one band that I think you should be on aware of is Young Culture. Definitely check them out. Oh yeah, for sure. Check out Young Culture. Oh, another one, um, uh, that I ha- have to, have to say we included her on our weekly playlist that we update every week because it's a weekly playlist. Check out Brawny. Uh, she did a cover of Tattoos, All the Things She Said. Anybody remembers that tattoo song? But it oh, was out in like early 2000, maybe somewhere around there. I was uh, a but kid, definitely check I her out. Song very well. Yeah. Yep. Check out, out Brownie. All right. Well, cool. I guess that's, All right. you know, those hey. are our quick hits. Yeah. We need to make them quicker, but those are our quick <laughs> yeah. hits. <laughs> yeah. We need to make them quicker, but 
Those were like medium speed hits, but right. We'll get better. I promise. We'll get better. It's a new segment. Right. All right, guys, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening and hanging out with us. You can help support this podcast by liking, subscribing, and following this channel. Tell your friends and spread the word. We're on all major podcast streaming platforms, so follow or subscribe there as well. So thanks again, and we love you all. Remember, spread love. Peace. Bye.